Um, now, what's unique about this herb was the fact that it's considered in, in Chinese medicine a very powerful spleen tonic. Chinese medicine views the spleen as like the governor of digestion. And Codonopsis is really powerful to fortify and strengthen one's digestive capacity. This is The Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi, mushroom queen, AHCC educator, and culinary nutrition expert. I am quite obsessed with providing the unique knowledge for those that want to prevent disease in their body, in their mind, and in their relationships. If that's you, then you are in the exact right place, my love. Let's go take the medicine. Hey, hey, party people. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you are choosing to listen to the medicine. We are so happy to have you. Okay, we have a super unique guest joining us today. His name is Lucas Owen. Lucas is Australia's leading biohacker and the creator of Boost Your Biology YouTube channel. He has over seven years of experience researching and experimenting with nootropics and other performance enhancing compounds. He is extremely motivated to discover something big for science that can benefit millions of people globally. Lucas offers cutting edge health content ranging from nutrition research, hormone research, and nootropic research that about 99 percent of the world has never heard of. Lucas thrives on offering insanely valuable content on a global scale. So we asked Lucas to share with our listeners a few of his favorite supplements, foods, or other ways to boost your biology. And he definitely came through. We discuss boosting your biology uh, for better digestion, improved cognitive and physical performance, focus, immune health, deeper sleep, and so much more. Chase was actually taking deep detailed notes the entire time. So we invite you to come along and nerd out with us for a bit and make sure you check the show notes for uh, Lucas's social media links and other things we talk about today. One last thing, the day we recorded this, our Zoom was giving us some audio fits. So I apologize in advance if you notice anything weird. I did my very, very best editing, but sometimes, you know, technology sucks. <laughs> okay, let's get into it with Lucas as he shares incredible ways to boost your biology. Cheers, boo. All right, you guys, we have such an amazing, intriguing, guest today, someone unlike anyone else we've talked to on the medicine. So I am super excited uh, to get to talk to Lucas Owen today. And Lucas, welcome to the medicine. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm stoked to be here and, and can't wait to sort of share my my passion. So thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Lucas, you know this, but I've, I've uh, been following you for some time. Um, you guys, you have to check out at least his Instagram. Uh, it's Lucas Owen and it is Ergogenic Health. This is a one-stop shop for all crazy uh, niche health and wellness tidbits of information. I can't tell you how much I've learned from this guy just by following his page. And Lucas, you actually use your Instagram profile like someone would download a superfood app and like play games like <laughs> check out this guy's story uh, after you follow his page because he's constantly putting out like health quizzes and uh you know superfood supplement you know vitamin mineral like actual questionnaires that you can follow and walk through his story it's it's awesome so super excited uh to dork out with you today on all the good stuff awesome yeah it's funny with the um with the quizzes, I try and uh, balance out the intensity of my posts with a bit of a bit of humor and, and comedy in the quizzes. I don't know if you've seen some of the the poll responses. I like to muck around there a little bit. Really? <laughs> the first question that we ask every guest before we jump into your super superhero origin story and how you got into what it is that you do in the world and exactly what you do, um, we ask every guest who comes on the medicine. What do you love in your life? What aspect of your life do you love so much that you wish you could gift to every human? Yeah, so for me, it would be um, having the privilege um, and honor to work on my passion uh, every single day. And that's like something that I've realized is, is honestly a gift because um, I look around at my friends and um, some family members and things like that. And I notice that like, 
what I get to do on a day-to-day basis is what I love and I have a real strong passion for. And at the same time, I can like earn a living from this as well. So for me, that's really what um, just fills me up. It fills up my cup and just gives me so much um, just fulfillment, um, which is, which is really amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's the, that's the Holy grail right there is making your work not feel like work (laughs) so that you can do it every day and be filled up by it rather than drained. I think that's Mm. the real American dream. I think. Totally. It's a, I actually, so many people find things that they're interested in passions, hobbies, but to actually put in the work is Mm very impressive because there comes a point in time when if you don't have the skill or the technical ability that matches the passion, it's only going to take you so far. I think Lucas, you're one of these unique cases where you have the superpower, but you also have like the drive. And so those things applied together is like infinite potential, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, absolutely. I think a lot of that um a lot of that focus and discipline really stems back from um playing professional soccer. Like having to get to training on time, sacrificing parties on the weekend just to be mm-hmm. good for game day. Like so many things I had to sacrifice and now I've sort of moved on from that. And I'm applying the same same level of focus and intensity with my work, like designing courses and creating content. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, I would do this. I would have done this for soccer. I would have put in the hours for soccer. So might as well, yeah, transfer that energy and focus into something that I feel like I can be the best at sort of thing instead of just being like average on the soccer field. So, yeah. Absolutely. And there's so much beauty in the process as a Mm. former uh, collegiate athlete myself. um, So much of what you love about this thing, isn't necessarily like the ultimate outcome, like winning a game, uh, getting the physique or, or looking a particular way. Isn't nearly as fun to me as like chopping the wood, like getting the work done on a daily basis, the daily, quote unquote grind, which is actually pretty damn fun if, you, if you're into it. Um, so yeah, huge props to you. And, yeah. and out of curiosity, like, and you mentioned professional soccer, how did you get into this? I, I consistently describe you as like a treasure hunter of the world's <laughs> secret, you know, superfoods. Um, how did you get into this? Yeah. So, I mean, playing professional soccer, I was always looking into um, strategies to boost my own performance on the soccer field. Um, and I started experimenting with the basics. Like my dad's a pharmacist. So I used to work in the pharmacy and research and spend all my time on these performance enhancing blogs and things like that. And then, then I found like some really underground, um, you know, botanical agents and supplements and started experimenting and um, noticed an impact on my own performance. And then basically just from there, like um, I realized that like what I was learning mm-hmm. Like the majority of people didn't, like 90% of people hadn't even heard of. And I'm like, why? For me, it's like it feels wrong to withhold um, con- like uh, information that will benefit people. Like, I, my focus is like, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to showcase what people need to know. Like that's really what I, what I love doing. So, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I love that we've already talked about something that you love to do and that you're passionate about. You have the drive to do it, but there's also a need for it. There's people that are in dire need for the information that, that you provide and that you share. It's not just for collegiate or pro athletes that are looking to boost their performance on the field. It's for Deborah on the street who wants to feel better. And um, so I think that that's great that you have that like trifecta. And especially now we're seeing, uh, you know, through 2020, how important our health is not just in cold and flu season or whatever other season, but actually every single day. And um, so I'm really excited to uh, jump into a little bit more about maybe some specific, uh, sorry, there's a siren. I'm going to wait. So many sirens on this island. We'll cut that out. Yeah, we will. Um, I would love to hear from you. Um, First, actually, we didn't even hear what you actually, you're talking about sharing information. What, what do you actually call yourself? What do you do? What do you do on a daily basis, on the day-to-day basis that someone can get a good grasp of who you are in the world? Yeah, so funnily enough, in 12 weeks from now, I will be a fully qualified naturopath. 
Wow. I've been studying natural pee this whole time, uh, full time, all the way through whilst I've been developing the business and um, building courses and stuff. So really I'll be a qualified naturopath, but technically anyone in Australia can call themselves a naturopath. Like it's a poorly regulated um, industry. It's not really something I, I don't dwell on that. I just, I just put it aside, whatever it is, what it is I've done. I'm studying my course. Um, so yeah, on a day-to-day basis, I basically, I'm either studying, um, doing some, a little bit of consulting. Uh, I, I'm just generating content. I've pivoted over to YouTube. Like now I'm back, like scheduling a shit ton of like YouTube videos. And, um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm rich. I've hit a point where, uh, like juggling all of these different platforms by myself is like, honestly, it's just, I would have to spend four hours a day responding to comments, the DMs. Like, so I've hit a point now where I'm, I'd need to outsource some of what I'm doing because it's mm. ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy once you get to that threshold where you're like, okay, so this is how, this is why people hire teams. You can't, yeah. but it's hard. It's hard. I'm sure um, to get, past that point of like, okay, like giving a little bit of yourself, this thing that you created, this baby and like trusting it into uh, another's hands can be scary. I know. Um, but that's so cool. So how do you, how do you plan on, or how do you see that naturopath uh, title, I guess, um, in your day to day? How do you, how do you plan on using that? Yeah, I think, well, the reason why I sort of haven't really mentioned it across my socials is just because I'm aware that some people might stigmatize and think it's like a non, um, you know, it's, it's quack, you know, it's like, it's not proper education. I'm conscious of that, but at the same time, I know there's a huge community that really believes in the natural medicine, holistic medicine, which I 100% believe. And that's why I study it. Mm-hmm. I could have chosen to go down the path of studying pharmacy, but really like I, I've worked in the pharmacy. I know what it's like. I know how they treat. But then I realized that I really, what, everything I do is so naturopathically minded that it just made sense. I was already living that sort of lifestyle. And then I just basically, yeah, studied that. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I might eventually start mentioning it here and there that I do, like I am a naturopath. Um, but at the same time, I don't think, we, I don't, I'm not carried away by titles. Like mm-hmm. all that matters to me is like, just show people what you're made of. Like there's evidence, this is evidence-based. Um, and then you, you guys can take it from there sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, we can already tell you're going to put legitimacy to that, to that title. Um, and you see it, right? You're getting feedback and it's, we get it as a, as a scaling business. Um, there's so much feedback that's positive that your energy is, is so devoted to meeting each one of those needs. And whether it's, questions from followers, whether it's a testimonials, life-changing stories, you, you have this almost obligation to like literally very personally touch, uh, touch them and, and reach out to them. Um, and, but that's, that's great feedback that something is going right. And that this thing that you're doing is legitimate, you know, for, for you, what are some of those, um, maybe it's testimonials or, or questions from followers that have really like encouraged you or kept you going along the way? Jeez, there's been a fair share of those in the last like couple of weeks. And that's something that I screenshot them as well. Sometimes I'll screenshot them and, and carry them with me because some of them are so like impactful that forget about the, like sometimes I'm just like, right, the money, the money is a bonus, but like it's the feedback like that um, from these people that say that I've changed their life or they look up to or whatever that for me, that is huge. Like in terms of uh, motivation, drive, getting that dopamine up like that really is the the nourishing aspect to it um yeah and there's it's a it's a wide breadth of people as well like it's not just athletes like megan said like it's beyond that it's so far um yeah there's definitely one category um that i've there's a couple of categories that i feel like i've left out like you know pediatrics like children's health and like um women's reproductive health but honestly i leave that for the Leave that up to someone else to to have because I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome to hear that you uh, are getting positive feedback from all different types of people, and that's really what I was hoping for the flavor, quote unquote, of this episode to be. Um, 
is looking at um, and hoping you could share um, a few, uh, we'll see how in-depth we go, I guess, a few uh, super unique, maybe lesser known, but should be known, um, superfoods or biology boosts. That's what you guys, he calls them is, is you know, boost your I biology, which is so wonderful because it's not just about food. It's not just about sleep. It's not just about nutrients. It's not just about sunlight. It's about everything that can boost your biology. So that's all encompassing and so perfect. Um, but hoping you could share a few with our listeners that, um, that really could benefit every person, every type of person who's listening. Uh, do you have a few off the top of your head that you can share with us? And yeah. feel free to nerd out. They are used to to getting nerdy for sure. Cool. All right. Well, we'll start with um, one that I prepared, and that is um, it's called Codenopsis um, pulisula, and basically it's also known as poor man's ginseng. Mm. Um, now, what's unique about this herb? And we studied it at school, but I did obviously more research outside of class and stuff. Um, was the fact that it's considered in, in Chinese medicine a very powerful spleen tonic, which means that it helps. Chinese medicine views the spleen as like the governor of digestion. And Codonopsis is really powerful to um, fortify and strengthen one's digestive capacity. Um, so I ended up experimenting with Codonopsis in the early days when my digestion wasn't on point. Um, and Basically, what it did was really improve um, just general. You, when you you know that digestive fire that you have, like that, that's that's a that's a really healthy sign. Having that that strong appetite where you've got you can literally feel the stomach acid churning over. Mm -hmm. um, Codonopsis was a very powerful um, intervention to basically stimulate and fortify like the digestive capacity. So that's definitely. Um, there are so many other benefits as well. It depends what, what you guys want to... Yeah, yeah. well, I'll, I'll stop you there for a second um, because when you're talking about digestive fire, all my Ayurvedic uh, passion and love is is firing up and I'm thinking about the Ogni, the, the yeah. fire in our belly that really like, you know, I forget who said it, but um, you probably know that all disease begins in the gut. Like it has... <laughs> Yes, Hippocrates. I should know that. Um, but just, it, it really gives us an idea of just how important our digestion and digestive fire is because you can be eating all the right foods, but if you're not breaking them down, metabolizing them, and able to absorb the nutrients from those amazing foods, no matter how good they are, it's not going to do shit for you. Yeah. So really like getting your digestion on point and we've both been here where we've both had horrible <laughs> digestive um, systems and I was I was to the point my listeners know this but I was to the point where I was eating super super paleo healthy all whole foods everything you know kale this carrots that salmon this but I would literally regurgitate this could be gross for some people. I would regurgitate food that couldn't be digested because I had zero, next to zero stomach acid. Yeah. And I think that that's, maybe you can speak on that a little bit, but yeah. I think that it is more of an epidemic than really anyone really understands, or maybe not anyone, but like the common person, the average person understands that, hey, maybe that heartburn is actually not too much stomach acid. It could be actually too little. Yeah. Can you go into the importance of stomach acid a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually have a, I've got a YouTube video coming up scheduled specifically focused around how to optimize stomach acid and how to actually increase stomach acid. There's so many unknown botanicals and things that can actually stimulate um, acid production. So to put it simply, like you said, I mean, we need that stomach acid to break down our food, to fight off pathogens, to fight off um, harmful microbes and things like that. But then also to um, for adequate absorption of B12, iron, magnesium. And if you think about it, like these nutrients are what builds ATP. It's what builds um, red blood cells. So if we're getting um, compromised stomach acid production, then we're trying to feed and eat, it doesn't matter what you eat, if, even if it's red meat with a super high 
iron content or super high B12 content, if your stomach acid is not optimal, um, then your ability to break down and absorb it is going to be hindered and compromised. So um, from a from a practical point of view, one, like we'll go through a few. So in terms of stimulating acid production, um, the first, first and foremost, one that I really like is um, coleus forscolin. You may have heard of it, um, Chase. It's like a fat burner. Um, it's a, yeah, I mean, it's used, it's using for exercise performance and for, for, for fat burning and um, for testosterone, but it also stimulates um, acid production, stomach gastric acid secretion. Um, so that's one Can modality. One more time. Uh, for scolin, like F O R S K O L I N. Okay. Got it. These yeah. are all just like new words that I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm like trying to spell them out in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, that's like one, that's a herbal intervention. Then from like a, um, amino acid perspective, there's one that I don't see many people talking about and that's, um, L-histidine. It's mm. an amino acid. Um, because we need histamine to actually trigger gastric acid release. Um, and then we've got um, any bitter food. So like looking at the rocket, arugula, rocket, um, some other bitter greens, like yeah. starting a meal with the bitter foods first mm-hmm. is the best way to prime digestion. Um, yeah. You know, avoiding super cold water just before your meals. Like you got it. That's, that's the Ayurvedic principle, you know, like, avoiding super cold because digestion should be warm. Mm-hmm. Um, so even that code and that I just mentioned before that warms the stomach. That's literally what it's used for. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was going to be my next question is code, or cordonopsis? Codenopsis. Codenopsis. Um, I was going to ask, you know, it, it seems like it would, if it's, if it's improving the digestion, it seems like it would have some level of effect on, on the actual fire, the, the stomach acid. Um, do you have any um, resources or uh, specific ways that people can, how do they know if they have low or high or enough stomach acid? Uh, so there are a few tests that people can do. Um, there's like this bicarb sort of test, but to be honest, um, best way to go about it is without too many, you know, hefty interventions and like just go going by the patient's um, symptoms as in like if they eat a high fat, high carb, high protein meal, like a big, let's say just a big meal, um, do they experience bloating, gas, re- like difficulty swallowing, like regurgitation any of these symptoms are indicative could be indicative of low stomach acid Mm -hmm. Um, so healthy digestion would look like if you eat a big meal like high protein just think about how you feel um post-workout you know when you're famished you're really really hungry like and your your digestion maybe like an hour after your workout your digestion is like really fired up Mm-hmm. you feel like you can eat whatever you want sort of thing like you can eat whatever you want and you can actually digest it fine has that ever happened to you guys oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah like you can sort of cheat your way out through like just high intensity exercise i actually say to myself a lot um because i haven't been eating super healthy in the last few weeks i'm like that's all right i can just out exercise the diet like that works and anyway off the cliff at like 28 years old (laughs) from over exercising for the first 20 some years of your life and and then you you hit just absolute exhaustion yeah and and you know i'm I'm reminded as a as a former athlete like yourself the athlete's supplementation space is so loaded with garbage that you may be able to slam after you work out and seem okay but over time those alternative sweeteners those fillers that are in protein bars and shakes and the cheapest powder that you can find at any like Costco or wholesale market that to me has a direct correlation with your ability to digest food and I mean I I got to the point and many others who I know who are in kind of the athlete space Mm -hmm. get to this point where your body is done it is shut off and you're gassy and you're yeah. bloated like nonstop. That, I was going to say it has a direct correlation to your farts. Too. It does. Yeah. Like 
I, my basketball team could clear the entire like airplane when we'd go on the road from from all the crap we were taking from a supplement standpoint. It is no joke. That stuff wrecks your stomach. Um, I, I want to go back to the spleen a little bit because honestly, like you even just saying it's the general of the the digestive system. I feel like if you were to ask 10 people on the street, nine out of 10 would not be able to tell you. I don't even know if I really understand on a, on a deep level what the spleen does in my body. So um, you said that this was a spleen tonic. Yeah. Um, can, you, can you go into a little bit more about that? Yeah. And it's really, it's really confusing because like from Western medicine perspective, we don't look at the spleen as anything to do with digestion. It's mostly related to immune health, like um, holding white blood cells and helping with lymphatic drainage and things like that. But um, the spleen in Chinese medicine, it's weird. They, they view it. And this is a little bit outside my scope because I'm not a Chinese medicine doctor, but I, I just like to learn about it on the side. But um, they view the spleen as like the governor of digestion, the regulator of chi, like without um, sufficient, like with poor spleen function. Um, so it's called spleen chi deficiency, which is what Codonopsis targets, um, spleen chi deficiency and spleen yang deficiency. Um, that, that herb basically means that it's, it's um, nourishing and nurturing, you know, this, this aspect of, um, digestive function and really they also say like you know parasites and um, other harmful microbes and SIBO it, it comes from a weak spleen and if you look at the things that damage the spleen in Chinese medicine they say <clears throat> cold like ice cold drinks rushing when you're eating like rushing your food mm. um, just all the things that we sort of talk about that we know from a holistic perspective but are super normal for people to be oh, like, yeah. yeah, I drink ice water all day and I am a nurse. So I'm eating standing up on the go while I'm doing this or that. Like, yeah, those things are so normal for us. So that is called Codenopsis. And do you have um, any other major benefits of that one that you want to share before we move on to the next one? Yeah. I mean, so we've only just touched on the digestive aspect, but really it's, it's called poor man's ginseng because it's a substitute for Panax ginseng or Korean ginseng. Um, so if we look at that, it's technically a mild adaptogen. Like mm. it's considered adaptogenic because it helps regulate blood sugar, blood pressure, cortisol, things like that. So um, yes, it does fortify the spleen and digestion. Yes, it does have anti-stress properties, but it also um, it also will. Uh, there's a study done. <laughs> where they use Codonopsis with ginkgo biloba and it said it was like a synergistic effect in terms of improving cognition and brain function. So it would have some mysterious alkaloids in there that probably do some weird wacky things in the brain as well. This episode of The Medicine is brought to you by Immune Intel AHCC. If this is the first time you're hearing about AHCC, it's a cultured mushroom product that comes from the mycelium or root-like structure of the shiitake mushroom. It is the most clinically researched functional food in the world with over 30, yes, three zero years of clinical research behind it. HCC is really the main tool that I use to help people get out of suffering from things like HPV, autoimmune disorders, Lyme disease, cancer, liver failure, skin disorders, fatigue, HIV, herpes, and more. If you're thinking, how does one thing work for all of these issues? It's because HCC delivers intelligence to your immune system by increasing the number and activity of your immune cells and the chemical messengers they use to communicate. So the physiology of the entire body is positively affected. If you want to learn more about AHCC, you can go back and listen to episode number 45 of this podcast, where Chase and I dive deep and answer all of the major questions about AHCC. If you or someone you love needs AHCC, you can find it linked below in the show notes or on my website, getmimifit.com. This may just be the thing that you've been searching for. Cheers, boo. All right. So for this Codonopsis, 
Is it a root? Is it a fruit? Is it a tea? Is it a tincture? What forms can we get it in and, and how can we find a quality product? So Codonopsis is, is it, it is a root, like it is a root herb. Um, and in terms of administering it, we, I mean, cause I'm studying naturopathy, we have like a practitioner only, um, have you heard of Mediherb? I don't think I don't so. Think so they're pretty, um, pretty well-known company. They stock like a, um, alcoholic based, uh, one to two extract, um, one part herb, two parts alcohol. Um, and basically, that can be used. I mean, I think their weekly dosage range is like 30 to 60 mil. Um, so then you divide that by um, seven. Um, but to be honest, like people can get benefits from just using a regular, like just a tea form, like getting the roots. Mm. They, they, you'll find them in like Chinese medicinal stores, um, Chinese medicine stores. And yeah, using that as like a, as a tea that they can sip on like twice a day. Um, that's a really smart like intervention. Okay, cool. Yeah. And everyone, I know these are, these are going to be kind of odd names that you've probably never heard of. So make sure you check the show notes for links and spelling and everything so you can, so you can find, find the goods. Uh, Okay, cool. Well, that is awesome. Definitely going to grab some Codenopsis tea soon. Yep. On the list. Um, What? Let's move on to the next one. I'm like super excited just to like oh, hear yeah. the Let's hear the go. treasures that, that you have to share. What what's okay. number two on your list? Okay, number two I have is uh, a compound called Amento Flavone. Um, now this one, <laughs> it's a Mento Flavone. Um, best way to describe this one, and I've spoken about it previously, is um, the next resveratrol. You've probably mm. heard of resveratrol. Yeah. Um, yep. In my opinion, I think it's going to, I hope it does because it's, it's the research is mounting up. Um, and basically it's a flavonoid that's found in ginkgo biloba, St. John's wort and a few other, and another herb called selegionella. Um, so basically what it is, is, uh, it's a flavonoid that can be, um, that can cross the blood brain barrier, um, and can exert some really powerful effects in the brain in terms of, um, adjusting cognition, affecting mood and blocking a opioid receptor called the Kappa opioid receptor, which is um, a key target for many, uh, many anti-addictive drugs, such as even like Ibogaine and things like that. Oh, wow. So not making any claims here, but just, so we're, so we're getting it. If somebody say had a propensity or a tendency to drift towards the opioids that maybe this could be something that they could use to help get off of that or or is that is that too much to say yeah honestly there's um there, there are better options than this um this is actually doing the opposite it's blocking it's actually blocking um an opioid receptor it's quite complex there's like three opioid receptors you've got mu kappa and delta the kappa one is the dysphoric one. Like that's the one that if mm. anything binds to it, um, things that, so it's like the opposite of euphoria. It's oh, dysphoria. Yeah. It makes you feel pain. It makes you feel um, just like the world is dark and just. Yeah. Um, so I would imagine that, someone who's going through a, a, some level of depression would, that receptor would be going strong. That receptor would have a lot of um, binding like a lot of things binding, like a lot of the endogenous opioids binding to it. And um, funnily enough, this is what's interesting though. When you use a sauna, your body's releasing its own opioids, endorphins, things like that. But a lot of those are actually, they're actually binding to the, that kappa receptor. It's actually, but what they believe is happening is that because we're constantly binding to it, constantly activating it, somehow over time it will downregulate and that's what leads to the long-term antidepressant effects of a sauna you know like because you're using it consistently like it's yeah it's a really tricky phenomenon wow i didn't know that i didn't did know you? that either no that's wow. incredible how do you feel when you come out of the sauna I feel great. it depends on what i'm putting in uh, before i go in you know, yeah. sometimes <laughs> i get a little crazy with uh, what i'm putting in my body before i get into the sauna um i may or may not microdose the occasional um you know, 
other dimensional experiences <laughs> uh, before I go into the sauna. So it could be anything, but that's interesting. I've never done, you know, daily saunas for long periods of time. Yeah, I haven't um, either. But that's really interesting. <clears throat> I love that. So would this be something that um, a mento flavone, would this be something that we should, we could take on the daily? Should you cycle it? How does that work? Uh, so, well, funnily enough, this supplement, it was very popular about three years ago, but it wasn't in the, in the realm of like cognition or brain. It was mostly in the realm of athletic performance, um, because it, it improves blood flow like resveratrol. Um, but it also, um, increases calcium release in the muscle cells. So it helps with, um, muscular contractions because we know magnesium is the opposite of calcium magnesium calms um so it was used for that um and that's why bodybuilders were using it to chase the pump like to give you like a wicked um muscle pump so i'm I'm literally starring this one (laughs) as he's taking voracious notes (laughs) that one sounds awesome i'm i uh I love the idea of it. It, it sounds like it's really like a, a mood and cognition booster, but also an entire body because it's obviously, you said as it, it crosses the blood brain barrier and just enlighten us. Is that, how rare is that for just an average supplement to cross the blood brain barrier? Yeah, it's a really, it's a really great question. Um, so that's what limits a lot of these supplements. Like, so it's a limiting factor for a lot of these Mm-hmm. amazing polyphenols a lot of these herbs like everyone's trying to figure out oh my god how can we get this to cross the blood brain barrier that's why we have like liposomal forms that's why we have different administration forms but when you get a compound like this like and same with trans resveratrol that also does the same thing but when you come across a compound that can do this it's like all right now let's let's like let's pay attention because this is um got some therapeutic effects yeah, that's awesome. Is, is there any uh, you know negative side effects with something like this? I only ask because I, I have a history of, um, especially before before exercise, taking an entropic or taking uh, stacked with some level of pre workout, or even if it's just something as simple as like very concentrated beets, cordyceps, lion's mane, um, you know, stack of aminos that gives me cognitive but also like physical benefits before a workout. And but uh, the, my, and caffeine, the the downside to all of that is diminishing returns after you know a uh, month, six weeks on that type of protocol before a, a workout. So I'm curious: is there any cycling benefits to this, or sh- or should we be concerned about negative side effects? So the only um, and this the only main side effects that some people notice um, because it negatively. So the GABA there's. GABA receptors in the brain. So they're basically um, uh, inhibitory, which means they reduce anxiety. This actually block, like it, it's a negative allosteric modulator of the GABA A receptor, which means it actually stops the, like the GABA A receptors. It reduces the efficiency of that receptor, which means that um, some people can notice an increase in anxiety, but really, I mean, like if you're using it for sports performance, like pre-workout or whatever, it doesn't really doesn't really matter if you feel a little bit tense or anxious because you're going to train anyway like you're just going to yeah, that could translate easily into like another rep where you're like there's just more energy or a buzz that you feel like you can yeah that's the proper use of cortisol right like the the, the stress hormone that that stress response is something perfect for workout yeah. Mm. yeah yeah that's pretty much it and then maybe like in my like lower blood sugar but then again that's easily compensated for just you know with some fruit or sugar and stuff like that right it's like you sometimes you look up the you know negative side effects of coffee and it's and god if you read them it looked like you're drinking you know the devil's brew (laughs) crazy um so but but good to know nonetheless so how so how would one go about getting a mento flavon (laughs) i'm trying to read chase's writing sorry it's um it's difficult. Like, I mean, there's a few products on the market. I'm still trying to find, like, like I said, a couple of years back, there were um, a, a few supplements that were selling it as a standalone, but then others were using it in pre-workout formulas. Um, so I'm still trying to find a reliable vendor that just makes standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a few ones on the market. I'm probably going to list 
I'll eventually, once I find one, I'll just list it on my site. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we might hit you up for, for a link when you get that and we can, we can add it to the show notes for people. Cause I mean, this sounds cool. I'm like, yeah. well, I want to try it. Before we jump to the, to the next one, I just want to make a comment and I'm sure you see this all the time being in the supplement space. You know, I see two things, especially that really come to this one conclusion. I see the amazing opportunities that we have as human beings on this earth to find real treatments and solutions for things that that cause problems in our life from the earth like it blows my mind the more i learn about this space when it comes to superfoods herbs adaptogens um, anything that we can take from the earth that is actually literally intended for our healing for our um, optimal use in this life that being said i also see it from a business perspective and getting those things to market Getting those things on a shelf, on an e-com, a website page is so difficult mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it has to be profitable in the way that this capitalistic profit-driven world works. That if you see something in the ground, no matter how incredible it may be, if you can't get it to fill in the blank profit margin um, once it's sold, there is no sense in even trying to get it to market. Yeah. I'm convinced that the world has almost every solution we could possibly think of. And it's rather a matter of the fact that it can't be sold. It can't be profited off of that keeps us from discovering these things. Yeah. hundred percent, man. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it's definitely a limiting factor and it's, it's a big reason why, um, why I haven't even got my own sort of products out like in Australia, because really like, it's such a battle with our regulatory body and it might be the same with um, the FDA. I mean, it's, you guys are, you guys can um, get away with quite a lot with like your pre-workouts and things like that. But yeah, I mean, there's for us, like we have like a range of ingredients that we can use from the TGA and it just sucks, man. Like just crappy ingredients. I'm like, no one cares about these. Everyone's using them, you know? Right. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense why some of these things that we're talking about could be like so wonderful, so cool, have so many benefits that can benefit so many different people. But because they require a lot of education, we experience that with our immune supplement, Immune Intel AHCC. No one knows what active hexose correlated compound is, and it's not sexy to put on a bottle. So it requires a human, me, full-time education, talking about the benefits of how it can help so many different people. But man, this sounds like one of those things where it just requires a lot of education, which is awesome that you do that. But of course, you can't dedicate all your time to one specific supplement. You're trying to do that with a plethora, a cornucopia. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a cornucopia of supplements. So I, I applaud you because it's a lot a lot yeah 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 for sure all right well on to number three if you've got it okay so next up uh we'll talk about talk about one for the men um it's it's i mean it's also usable by women as well um but it's it's called sistanch sistanch um now this one here is yet another classic from Chinese medicine um, or from Chinese medicine. Um, so basically, cystanch is considered a kidney yang tonic, which means that it fortifies um, everything associated with life force, reproductive capacity, and general just vigor and zest for life. Mm. Mm. Um, so cystanch is, I'm sure you've heard of cordyceps. Both of you have probably used cordyceps. I love cordyceps. Um, cordyceps is both a kidney yin and yang. It's a very exceptional because it does both. And they say it actually can um, restore prenatal jing, which is crazy because it's like saying it revitalizes the energy currency that we have before we're even born, which is pretty wow. cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But cystanch is, I'm putting that into context so you, so you understand that cystanch is, is, a, is a kidney yang tonic. Um, now, the benefits of cystanch for men obviously helps with um, testosterone production, DHT production, um, strength. You know, it even mildly increases growth hormone. Um, mm. And then it's also 
what's really cool. And funnily enough, some of the constituents found within Sustanch, there's one called Echinacea side, and that is also found in Echinacea. Mm. So yeah, Echinacea, familiar. Yeah, Echinacea is an immune modulating herb. Every lecturer at school loves Echinacea and for good reason. But Sustanch shares some of that immune modulating effects, mm. immune modulating properties. Um, it seems and, like, sorry to cut you off, but I, I just had this thought. It seems like there's a trend that I've noticed in supplements where um, that vigor, that life force, that chi, that boner tonic also has <laughs> immune benefits. And they seem to go hand in hand, like yeah. life, evolution, the universe, whatever you want to call it, God is pairing these two that, hey, if you want to be putting yourself into the world, you need, you need to have a strong immune system. Yeah. Like those two things go hand in hand. She legit, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't she legit have a, yeah. oh, a yeah. very, Absolutely. A, a lot of benefits when it comes to immune health, obviously cordyceps we already talked about. And now this, I'm just putting two and two together. Is that a trend that you see as well? Yeah. yeah that's a really good way to look at it. Like if these herbs are so multimodal and they're like harnessing and, and, um, strengthening not just one system in the body they're they're working on so many different elements and that's yeah. what like that's what makes them so powerful and unique i mean you don't hear viagra boosting immune function you know no, like, no. these herbs and these mushrooms and things and, and are dynamic they don't just have mm-hmm. one mechanism of action in the body and that's what we talk about every day with you know mushrooms in general is like it's like well what are the benefits well i mean it touches 10 different systems in your body it doesn't just have one mechanism of action like a pharmaceutical drug that blocks this or or pushes that or opens this it's like it does so many different things in the body um and it makes me wonder why this is called you know alternative right it's like do you want something that has 10 benefits or one you're spot on you're spot on with the um cystanch as well um i'm sure your listeners would have heard of BDNF, like, mm-hmm. you know, increasing Brain BDNF. Yep. Can you enlighten us, though, in case they haven't? So BDNF stands for brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Um, and sauna, funnily enough, sauna is a really powerful way to boost BDNF. Blueberries are, is a really powerful way to boost BDNF. Sprinting, running increases <laughs> BDNF. Like, all of these things that are healthy increase BDNF. So the so to put that into context, we have BDNF, but then we have GDNF and then um, GDNF and then NGF. So GDNF is similar to BDNF, but it's it's more associated with Parkinson's, like allele mm. derived neurotrophic factor, and then uh, nerve growth factor. So lion's mane, um, mm. again, listeners will know that targets the like no, nerve growth factor primarily. Um, but Sistanch works on that. Mm. It does all. It does all of them. It does BDNF, GDNF, NGF, oh. and um, Sistanch. Well, the end. The, sorry, the GDNF aspect is what ibogaine. Again, ibogaine is an anti-addictive, you know, um, drug that, you know, it's works on restoring dopamine pathways. Um, so Sistanch mimics some of those effects of ibogaine. It does help with. Um, GDNF, increasing GDNF mRNA expression. Um, so, from a brain perspective, Sistanch is a is a is a winner. Like it's, wow. and if you have a look on Reddit and you have a look at people's experiences with Sistanch, you have a look at what guys are saying about it. Most people say like, oh, after one week, I just feel less depressed. I feel like mm. improved mood, improved just everything. And I remember the first week that I tried it, um, my baseline was already quite good but it definitely took it up a notch um i haven't actually used it longer than two weeks straight just because it's um i like to save it for special occasions <laughs> yeah that makes I, sense i got i got it okay, you mean. How, one how do you spell this thing and then two where, where can uh where can i find some of this stuff <laughs> yeah so it's, um, it. c-i-s-t-a-n-c-h-e c-i-s okay. t-a-n-c-h-e Sistanch. Okay. The classic, the really. classic quote, the classic quote is um, "Sistanch in your pants." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. Uh, people are good at making up little like "Sistanch in your pants," "Court of Sex." Yeah, this is great. 
This is uh, <clears throat> for both my brains. This is perfect. <laughs> how uh, many innuendos can we? How many innuendos? So, insert. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, <clears throat> that's awesome. Excuse me. Can you take over? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so one, where can we find this before we? And then anything else on on Sistanch before we jump into to whatever else you got. So. Uh, I've got a I've got a reliable vendor for Sistanch on my site. That one you yep. can find on my site. I'm awesome. Affiliated with um, Lost Empire Herbs. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Logan's our Logan's, Logan's our, our guy. Homie. Yeah, oh, awesome. yeah I'm, surprised, I'm surprised you haven't heard of it then. If these oh, maybe it's maybe it's in one of these stacks that I take. You know, he's got all these crazy <laughs> stacks like the Stag Swag stack. It's probably in there. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll link to that in the uh, show notes, you guys. Um, Awesome. I, I love that Logan's make, making his way around that we're, mm-hmm. you know, small world. I love it. Um, is there any other, I mean, you've given us a lot here. Is there any, anything else that is just like, ah, I can't leave without sharing this. Uh, the final one is the seaweed that I spoke about on Ben Greenfield's podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about that, Chase. Yep. Um, <coughs> Eclonia, Eclonia Carver. Um, so that's E-C-K-L-O- N-I-A, Eclonia Carver, C-A-V-A. Now, I'll give it a quick summary. So basically, it's a a seaweed. It's a brown seaweed um, that can be used in food and soups and things like that, but it's probably impossible to source where where you guys are. Same same here. Um, All we've got is kangaroos over here. (laughs) 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 Yeah. so the, the Colonia Carver does these probably like top five things are um, supreme antioxidant, not comparable by any other um, um, uh, animal, sorry, planet Earth-based antioxidant. So it's like a really potent antioxidant. Mm. Um, number two is that it supports blood flow better than anything else I've ever seen. Mm. Um, increases flow mediated dilation. That's why bodybuilders were using it for blood flow, chasing the pump. It also lowers blood pressure. It um, improves deep sleep. It's probably the one of the most effective sleep. Like honestly, this one here, I wouldn't be using this in the morning. I wouldn't be using this at lunch. Mm. This is the, the this is something you take ninety minutes. I've got a lot of my clients on this ninety minutes before bed, um, and they wake up feeling like they can't even go back to sleep. Because they're so refreshed. Wow. Oh my god! Okay, do, well, dude, I I've, have to get. We yeah. both need this. I remember you talking about this on the podcast. I meant to follow up. Man, yeah. I got to get some of this. That's yeah. my issue. I, I, I'm dialed in in life, but my sleep is absolutely a, a hurdle for my health. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it you have to be. You can certainly do things in your day to to tee you up to have a, you know a great night's sleep, but some of it does feel out of control. Like it it does feel like sleep to some degree is out of your control because you can try and try and try like go back to sleep, go back to sleep, or stay asleep or whatever it is, but it does seem like some of it is out of our control. So having things like this that are potent um, is is really is really a um, a good thing. So where, where would one get this? Do you have a, a source for this? Yeah, I do. I've also got that on my website. Um, there's a, oh, there's actually two companies that sell a good quality of colonial cover. I, I tried like four different, four different types. Um, I was disappointed with like two of them. Didn't notice anything at all. Um, mm-hmm. Then the ones that I used, I knew it was working cause I would even, yeah, I'd like even get my brother to like blindfold me and just give me, like, do some double blind. Oh, oh yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. then I'd, yeah, I mean, how can you, like, it's not as biased in that manner. Um, so, yeah, that's like, in terms of, yeah, sourcing, got a link to that on my site. And I'm going to, I'm going to try and do, a, I'll do a video on YouTube to talk about, I'd probably do like a 30 minute, I have to sh- shorten it because there's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, for this seaweed 
Yeah, and I would love to link to whatever videos you can that directly, you know, relate to what we've talked about today. Um, you guys, he has an incredible channel, and you should definitely check it out. We would love to link any any and all of those videos that you're talking about um, in the show notes for sure. Is this something that people should think about cycling, or how does that work? Uh, so because it has a very long um, half-life, like it's actually very bioavailable and crosses again crosses the blood brain barrier honestly if people use it like five days on and then two days off you're gonna still get residual slight residual effects benefits on day six and day seven okay. so the best practice would be like five days on two days off um 90 minutes before bed um yeah the only side effects really that i've seen so far is if somebody is low in iron this can make that problem worse mm. uh, and a lot of the herbs can do that by the way like a lot of these herbs can lower iron so that's probably like the biggest side effect mm. okay well that's really good good to know because that's that's common for women so yeah. um definitely um have that in mind you guys when you start anything um we we push and we talk about you know getting regular blood work all the time so there're no there's no stranger to that but well i'm super excited to try that and i've got my aura ring now so i can track it and see how it's improving um my my sleep health and for both of us i think i'm 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 excited about that oh my gosh thank you so much for all of that information. That's a lot to hold in your head and you do it very, very well. Um, I'm excited for everyone to check out your pages and your content, your videos. You are such a treasure trove of knowledge and, and we appreciate you so much sharing that with our listeners. Um, yeah, what, uh, what do you have coming down the pipeline? Like, like what's up for you? You know, you're doing content all the time, educational um, pieces all the time. How can we support you? How can people who are going to absolutely love this episode continue to follow you and support you? Yeah, um, well, just to join all my socials, like the YouTube channel, visit my website, have a look around. I've got, I've got a few masterclasses as well. Like I've got a sleep optimization course, a testosterone optimization course, and also uh, one specifically just on nootropics, which um, Ben Greenfield's also an affiliate for. Um, so that's... If people want to get like really stuck into like the depths of this whole space, they can, yeah, join join those courses because um, I'm going to be continuously updating them, just refining them, making them better. I just spent like two hours the other night going through the feedback from the testosterone course and I've made revisions and refined it to make it even better. So, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot that people can devour. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Um, well, one last question that we ask every guest, um, the medicine podcast is all about disease prevention for body, mind, and relationships as we've shared with you. Um, we want to know what for you currently feels like medicine for first your body. Yeah. Um, so for me really taking a step back and, um, having a close group of friends that are like just in my tribe the same same value system same sort of i, I put in brackets same emf wavelength yeah <laughs> right get that yeah hashtag tribe i love it yeah just just people that are on the same level you know when you found them because they're just so aligned mm -hmm. um, and i'm just grateful that i have you know three four five that are like really tight um, that yeah. I'm going to carry all the way through until wherever we go, you know, like yeah. whatever it is. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. We're both quality over quantity. Um, and so what about for your mind as well? Uh, medicine for my mind. I mean, I'd say my nootropics. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Perfect. What's your favorite right now? Uh, honestly, I keep going back to artichoke extract. There's something mm -hmm. that it, I can't, I just can't put a finger on what it's doing, but it just, it just, it makes me my best version. I don't know how, I don't, I have theories, but it just, whatever it's doing, it's, it's just hitting the spot for me. So I love it. Artichoke abstract, you guys, we've got a bonus there. <laughs> love it. What about for your relationship or relationships? However you want to take that. 
Um, hmm. For me, it would have to be just transparent, like being super transparent and honest. Like, um, unfortunately, I had to cut ties with this, you know, I was in a relationship for a year, about a week ago, and I just told her, like, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we have to, I, I, unfortunately, I, you know, I can't see a future. And just being honest, like, I, I came at it from a very, with a lot of gratitude with, yeah, I sort of felt like I left it on very, very, very good terms. And like, yeah, I didn't want to upset her, but go down a whole different, have to do a whole separate podcast. For this yeah. <laughs> right. We'll bring you back for relationship work. Yeah. Um, no, man, you hit it on the head. It's, it's when you're transparent, when you're authentic to yourself, when you speak nothing but, um, you know, your truth and you're not posturing, like there's no risk. It can, it can suck. That doesn't mean it's not going to be painful. Right. But, um, you are karmically like yeah. walking into the best scenario that you can right. you can uh, put out when you when you're yeah. when you're true to yourself. So I definitely hear that and resonates with me as well. Yep. Yeah, we both live by that. Transparency is always the best. Um, well, thank you so much for being here. I am gonna go straight to your website after this <laughs> and get some of these goodies. Um, we appreciate you so so much. Um, thank you guys for listening and spending time with us on the medicine. We will see you next time. Thanks, Lucas. Thank you so much, Lucas. Thanks, guys. If you liked this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. This will ensure that every episode drops into your library automatically. And if you have a recommendation for a podcast guest or topic, you can always email themedicinepodcast at gmail.com. Remember, there's no E at the end of medicine. And let us know your big idea. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, cheers, boo.